Welcome to Capital Comments with Larry DeBoer, Professor of Agricultural Economics at Purdue University. Capital Comments offers timely insight and commentary on public policy issues related to state and local government in Indiana, as well as national economic policy. You can find text and podcast versions of Capital Comments archived at www.agecon.purdue.edu slash crd slash local gov and now here's larry deboer hi i'm larry deboer and this is capital comments for november 2013 our topic this month what happens if we eliminate property taxes on business equipment the indiana general assembly may consider eliminating property taxes on personal property in the upcoming session personal property is almost entirely business equipment Eliminating this tax could encourage more business investment in Indiana, especially since some of our neighboring states have already eliminated this tax. Personal property owners pay about a billion dollars in property taxes to local governments, which is 16% of total property taxes. A big change like that could create some big tax and budget issues for legislators to consider. Here's why. Indiana limits the revenue that local governments raise from the property tax. There's a maximum property tax levy restricting most local government operating funds. The maximum levy increases from the previous year's maximum based on a state formula. Most of the levy does not depend on changes in assessed value. If we eliminate personal property from assessed value, total assessed value would be smaller. We calculate property tax rates by dividing the levy by assessed value. With the levy limited and assessed value smaller, most tax rates would go up. Personal property owners would pay less, but higher tax rates would shift this tax burden to everyone else. Or, taxes would shift, except for the property tax caps. Indiana's constitutional tax caps limit homeowner property tax bills to 1% of assessed value before deductions. The caps limit rental housing, second homes, and farmland taxes to 2% of assessed value, and business land and building taxes to 3%. Personal property elimination would raise tax rates and tax bills. In many cases, these higher tax bills would exceed taxpayers' caps. Taxes paid by personal property owners would shift to other taxpayers, but the part above the caps would be unpaid. Local governments would lose that revenue. Which taxpayers would pay more and which governments would lose revenue? We've got good answers to these questions. In 2012, the Legislative Services Agency, LSA, did a study of personal property tax elimination, which is published in the October 4, 2012 minutes of the Commission on State Tax and Financing Policy. Here's the long Internet address, www.in.gov slash legislative slash interim slash committee slash 2012 slash committee slash stfp dot HTML. The study estimated that there were $963 million in personal property tax payments statewide in 2012. If personal property was removed from the tax base, about $453 million would be paid in higher taxes by other property owners, and $510 million would be revenue lost to local governments. Homeowners would pay $170 million in added taxes, a 9% increase in the average homestead tax bill. 
Businesses would pay $176 million more on their land and buildings, which implies that businesses with lots of equipment would see tax reductions, while those with little equipment could see tax increases. Rental housing and farmland owners would pay the remaining $108 million. Two factors cause huge variation among counties, how much personal property the county has and how close the taxpayers are to their tax caps. In Delaware County, for example, about 15% of property taxes are paid by personal property owners, but a large number of taxpayers are already at their tax caps. Further increases in tax rates would not raise their tax bills. But that means that some revenues that local governments collect from personal property taxpayers would not be collected from other taxpayers. The LSA study estimates that 76% of personal property taxes would become lost revenue, while homeowner taxes would rise only 7%. In Brown County, there are almost no taxpayers at their caps. More than 99% of personal property taxes would be shifted to other taxpayers. But Brown has little personal property, so there's not much tax to shift. Homeowner taxes would rise only 4%. Consider Pike County, though. Personal property owners pay 41% of Pike's taxes. Very few taxpayers are at their caps. With so much tax to shift, about two-thirds of personal property taxes would become lost revenue, yet homeowner tax bills would still increase 31%. Businesses pay about a billion dollars in property taxes on their equipment. If those taxes are eliminated, about half would shift to other taxpayers, and about half would be lost revenue to local governments. That's what would happen, anyway, if the General Assembly made no other changes. Possible other changes will be the subject of debate. And that's Capital Comments for November 2013. I'm Larry DeBoer. You can find text and podcast versions of Capital Comments archived at www.agecon.purdue.edu slash crd slash local gov.